the more we stop just blocking ourselves and the more we make these decisions to bring our lives forward, the more we become more fully ourselves. And we become more fully ourselves. We never knew. Like, Janaya, you probably never envisioned, or maybe you did, I don't know, but like 10, 15 years ago, you probably never thought you were going to be a podcast host and a coach helping women navigate their careers and how they felt about their careers. But because you took one small step at a time, you can become more and more and more of this person who is Janaya, who we would have never gotten to know had you not taken those steps forward way back then. And the really cool thing is, is if you keep going, who is the Janaya who's going to be 15 years from now? And what is she going to be creating then? It's going to be good, you all. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Be The Wolf. I am your host, Janaya Barnes. Many people struggle to be the fullest, biggest, truest versions of themselves. They bend to fit into other people's ideals of who and what they should be. They tame their brilliance to avoid judgment and gain approval. A long time ago, people attempted to tame the wilderness of Yellowstone National Park by eradicating predators. Taming the wilderness collapsed the ecosystem. But there's hope. In the mid-90s, 41 wolves were introduced into the park and with this, the ecosystem replenished itself and flourished. The wolves did nothing but be exactly who they are meant to be and do what they were born to do. So I say to you, be the wolf. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Be the Wolf. We are doing the final episode of the Archetype series. Today, we're going to say hello to my little friend, Self Sabotage. Now, I know you all have sabotaged yourselves. You woke up in the morning, you're like, oh. Why did I do that? You didn't even have to be drunk and you still do it. Like, oh. So we have been here talking about the four survival archetypes and chosen these four because everybody has them. We've already talked about the child. So if you missed any of these episodes, you're going to want to check them out. We talked about the child, the victim, and the prostitute. And the prostitute, just so you all know, is not always about selling your body for money. It is about sacrificing who you are for the sake of safety, essentially. So people pleasing, the little white lies that we tell, all of those things. And today we are going to talk about the saboteur. So if you have ever sabotaged yourself, or even if you think you've never sabotaged yourself, but you have lots of friends that do, you're going to want to listen to this episode. So today, I'm going to let Carolyn introduce herself and tell us what it is that she does. And so take it away. All right. Well, thank you, Janaya. I'm Carolyn Wallace. I'm a certified archetypal consultant. 
And I became certified through Carolyn Mace's program called Sacred Contracts. And she is actually the one who authored the idea that there are these four survival archetypes that you just mentioned. I have been trained to talk about them and um, am happy to do so. And yeah, I support people as an archetypal consultant to figure out what archetypes are 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 most present in their lives, what energy the archetypes are bringing in their lives. And what we don't realize when, before we start thinking about archetypes is that the energies of them are always present in our lives. If we're not conscious of them, they are most often expressing themselves through their shadow sides. So it behooves us to get really conscious of the energies that are playing out in our lives so that we can begin to take responsibility and use these energies to create the things that we want to deliberately, actively create in our lives. And that's why, that's why we do, we work with archetypes and do archetypal consulting. It will lead you into your highest potential or a much higher potential than you would be experiencing if you were just in your default mode all the time. So one of the things that I think about as you say that and I'm thinking about, oh, the, this light side and the shadow side of an archetype. I think of a couple of things. I think of superheroes and the villains, mm-hmm. for sure, because the reason people love those kind of stories is because they are representative of what is going on internally. That's right. Now, I know you all have this moment in time where you're like, well, a part of me wants to go to the park. But another part of me wants to go to that party and rage all night. (laughs) So we have these internal conflicts. And I'm going to take a guess because I don't know. Mm -hmm. Are these internal conflicts often in a particular archetype, the shadow and the light side? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I, I think so. So if we're talking about the saboteur archetype, so an internal conflict could potentially be. I want to have an exercise regimen that I stick to because I I feel better when I exercise and I feel happier and I feel healthier. And so that's one side, right? And then the other side is when the alarm goes off and it's time to go to the gym in the morning and you hit snooze for an hour so that that gym time is now passed and now you have to get up and start your day. That's the other side, the side that says, I just am so comfortable here in my bed. So it's, it's two sides of, of kind of the same thing. And that's what the saboteur does. The saboteur will come in. So you might have a goal of getting fit or whatever it is, whatever your goal is. You might have this really great goal. And the saboteur, just as you're about to start taking steps toward it, is going to give you all the reasons why it's really not such a good idea after all. And it's going to, it's either going to, that, and that can happen in different ways, or it's going to give you so many options of how you reach this goal that you become completely overwhelmed. So you don't choose anything. Right. I mean, that can also. Oh, oh, yeah. Shiny object syndrome. <laughs> right. right. Should I do this exercise program or work with this trainer or do this coach or ride my Peloton bike? There's so many options that you, it's just too much. So that's also how the saboteur can get in our way. So I, the, that indecision that really get that sabotages so many people because what I have learned 
is that it really doesn't matter what decision you make as long as you make a decision and stick to it. As long as it's alignment with your goal, right? Right. So it's like, if I'm working on my business, do I want to get clients through social media or YouTube? Well, I guess those are both kind of social media, but you guys get the gist. <laughs> so do I work with the social media coach? Do I work with the YouTube coach? And you're like back and forth and you try to do both, but you're not putting full, your full energy into either one and you're kind of half-assing it. And then you're like, well, none of it works. So no. That's a perfect, perfect example of how the saboteur can show up. Yes. And so when you make a decision, we get all in our head. And I think this is the saboteur also. We get all in our head about making the right decision. Sure. And, and so if we're so concerned about making the right decision that we don't make any decision at all, then we've made no steps forward. Right. Or, or second guessing a decision that you've made. That's another way to saboteur it. You went with the YouTube coach, but now I'm missing all this other stuff. I don't know if I made the right decision. That's the saboteur in spades also. Right. And so. you're spending so much energy thinking about that when you could be focusing on the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you want to talk more about the shadow side? You can. Yeah, tell us about that. Okay, because there's a light side too. I don't want people to say, oh, there's a saboteur that's making everything so hard because there's there's a light side also. There's a Yeah, where does where does the saboteur go? The first part right now. So the other things that can mess up can mess up our, our progress toward goals is allowing ourselves to get distracted getting a little bit lazy, when we procrastinate too much. I mean, when we really start to doubt ourselves and our ability to do something, and then we just say, well, nothing is working, like you were saying before. I mean, these are all ways that the saboteur can show up in our lives. And the saboteur really is not such a bad part of ourselves. It's a part of ourselves that wants to keep us safe, probably back from childhood. Because if you were like along like thousands of years ago, if you were all part of, we were part of a tribe and the tribe provide our safety, doing a different thing, trying to, to get out there and create something different was probably pretty dangerous because there were, you know, other villagers that maybe like other tribes that weren't so friendly or there were wild animals out there. So you never really wanted to leave the tribe because that was your safety. So when you think about having a different goal, you kind of have to go against some of that programming that it actually is safe now in this culture to have a goal and to go toward it. But that's where the saboteur showed up. It really does just want to keep it safe, keep us safe. So So where is the light side of the saboteur? Like in a way, a guardian of safety kind of thing. It's, we call her the guardian of choice. And Carolyn Mace has has named it that in her book, Sacred okay. Contracts. So when we think about the guardian of choice, you know, and I like to bring in a little bit of the liberator to archetype energy here as well, because at some point you have to say to yourself, if you're just self-sabotaging all along and not doing like you mentioned marketing, not doing your marketing, just say that was a goal that you had. At some point, you're going to have to say enough is enough and the gig is up and I am in charge of my life and I create my life and I'm going to take one small action. So the guardian of choice would would choose something, 
go with the YouTube coach or whatever it is. Choose something, do that one thing and stick to it and see how that goes. And you're going to need, if you're someone who procrastinates all the time, you're going to need a little bit of that liberator energy to really get a, a little bit of a fire under you to say, we are not staying stuck anymore. I'm not going to take no for an answer and I'm going to do just this one thing. And again, it takes tremendous courage to get yourself over that first threshold, right? So, and it has to happen. It has to happen. And then the more you practice doing that, the more you, so then just suppose you've worked with the YouTube coach and now you have this thing and now you, you are a person who's created some marketing on YouTube. Now you have more of yourself to bring to the next decision you have to make, the next choice you have to make. And then the more you, you stop blocking yourself, according to the guardian of choice, the more we stop just blocking ourselves. And the more we make these decisions to bring our lives forward, the more we become more fully ourselves. And we become more fully ourselves. We never knew. Like, Janaya, you probably never envisioned, or maybe you did, I don't know, but like 10, 15 years ago, you probably never thought you were going to be a podcast host and a coach helping women navigate their careers and how they felt about their careers. But because you took one small step at a time, you can become more and more and more of this person who is Jenea, who we would have never gotten to know had you not taken those steps forward way back then. And the really cool thing is, is if you keep going, who is the Jenea who's going to be 15 years from now? And what is she going to be creating then? It's going to be good, you all. Stay tuned. For the garden of choice, if you have the courage, which clearly you do, it's going to get you there. We just don't know exactly where it's going to be yet. And that's what's really cool. I love this archetype for that reason. There are so many pieces that I want to talk about in this. And one thing just with this last piece, though, when you want to move forward towards something and you've got to take a step, make a decision right now, one of the things that we do This is a sabotaging way. It's like our subconscious mind is going to tell us everything that could go wrong because it's trying to keep us safe, right? Trying to like put as much indecision, keep you from taking that step. And so often when we have big goals, so those of you who are achievement driven and you want big things, you're thinking way ahead. You're thinking like, I have to do this and I have to do these three things to make sure this doesn't happen. Once this happens, then da, da, da. But really, you're like five, eight, ten steps ahead. And you cannot create something when you're in the future. You cannot create something from the past. You cannot create something from the future. You can only create something right now. So I like to say this is, I have it up on my wall. It says, what is the next best step I take right now with what I have right now? So a step I can take now with what I have now. None of this, well, when I have the money, then what can I do right now? Do you go to the library and get a library card and start reading business books, whatever it is? What can you do right now? That's the choice. Yep. The guardian of choice. That's what she would, the choice she would make right now. 
Not that you don't have long-term vision. Having long-term vision is great, but what's the choice in front of you at this moment? Good. Because, yeah, because you cannot make a move and you cannot create something from something you do not have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, when I have this, then blah, blah, blah. Like, it's never going to work that way. The other piece about that, your subconscious mind, its number one priority is to keep you safe, to keep preserve the body. And it only has the past to go on. It only has what you've already experienced. And it knows right now that you're safe. It knows right now that you're alive. It knows that everything that you've done so far has worked because you are alive. And if you want to do something different, well, it doesn't know what's going to happen. The alarm bells will go off. What? You're going to create this new thing with you have no experience in? What? Right? So I don't know what's going to happen. Are you going to get thrown out of the tribe? Are you going to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger? We don't know. So by taking one small step at a time, you can ease your subconscious mind into trusting you. Mm-hmm. And if you do that a lot, if you step into the unknown a lot, your subconscious mind begins to see that you have the resources and you have the ability to handle most anything. And this is why it's so important to stretch yourself, to keep expanding, to keep growing because the more you do that, the more your subconscious mind, the saboteur, if you will, will trust that you can handle whatever it is you're trying to do and it will stay calm. Good. Yep. It will begin to trust you just like that guardian of faith, right? You'll begin to have faith in yourself and you get to then become the next thing. And it does become easier and easier with the more experience you have with this. And and we really, we all want good things. These, these survival archetypes, they want good things for you. They have positive intention. And as you get to know them, as you get to accept them and love them, they'll be much more willing to work with you instead of against you. And, and the thing is that they do. If you, in, if you ask them to come in, if you do some journaling about them, they will come in and, and, and help. They, they just become alive in our energy. When I do people's chart, I can read uh, a whole archetypal wheel for someone if they wanted to, to go down that route. And when I have someone's whole chart in front of them, it almost just becomes alive. Like the archetypes in the different houses of the of the archetypal wheel, they just, you can see how they work together and the energy just becomes so palpable. So they they really are alive energies flowing through us. And so we just have to tap into them and ask them for guidance. I mean, how wonderful, what a privilege is we get to tap into the guardian of choice. Or we get to tap into the guardian of faith, which we talked about in the last podcast. You know, yeah, we have to be yes. of our lives. How, how wonderful that we get to do those things. Yes. So I'm curious because I think people really understand the saboteur because everybody's experienced it at right. some point. 
But you all listening, if you've been listening for a while, you have a little indication of who I am and all of that. And Caroline, you've gotten to know me a bit. Showing people a little bit more about the whole archetype system, would you be able to share what what your your observations are about my archetypes? Well, a little bit, maybe. I, I'm not, I don't have the authority or the integrity to tell someone else what their own archetypes are. Oh, That's no. Personal journey. I, I do know that you would have the, the, all of the survivors, according to right. Carolyn Mace, because we all have those four. And so that's where we would start. I imagine, I'm just guessing that you might have like a pioneer, a pioneer spirit because you've started this podcast. I imagine that you have something, I don't know if it's exactly the sage archetype, but something because you're very, very wise and you're able to like provide wisdom for others. But these are just guesses. So I would provide you with information about where to find archetypes. I'd have you read through the whole, you know, long list of archetypes and you can get them from different places. There's many different resources out there. And then you would come back and say, okay, you know, I know I'm only supposed to wind up with 12, but I've picked 25 that really resonate. And then we (laughs) talk together about all of those 25 and which ones you've had since childhood and which ones are older ones, which ones are newer ones. For the beginning of this work, you'd want to go with the ones that have been with you since childhood. Later on, we can do other other wheels, other work with the ones that you really want, but you don't quite have as, as part of your 12. Like that comes later. Okay. Or we get started. So what I love about this, and those of you are who are listening, this is really powerful because you get the choice. You get to decide who you are. And this is true in your life, but most people don't really realize this. You get to decide who you are. You get to decide who you want to be. And you take actions accordingly to make those things true and real and right for you. Being the wolf is about choosing who you want to be and living in integrity with that. We all have qualities and traits that have come along for the ride with us, and we will incorporate those. We all, I think, have a purpose that probably you've been living since you were little and didn't even realize it. And But being able to choose your own archetypes versus you go to an astrologer and they say, well, you must have this, this, and this. It's funny you said the pioneer because I have Mars at my ascending and they tell me that, oh, you're probably a trailblazer. (laughs) Okay, we'll see. That was just a guess, but yeah. But if I didn't resonate with that, I could say no. Right. All of the archetypes, you do get to choose. However, they doing it doing it well they would have a resonance for you like i would never choose a scientist archetype just because i wanted to have one in my chart i would have i have nothing in common with that or you're an athlete or or an adventurer like those are just not ones that i would pick at least not in my original chart right so there has to be a resonance well and that's kind of an interesting thing right okay we're talking about the saboteur now, if you had, say, a parent that really wanted you to be a scientist and 
drilled in your head. You are going to be my little scientist. You're going to go when, I don't know, create Mars candy. Oh, wait, they have a candy called Mars. (laughs) But whatever it might be, and you might have had this drilled in your head, but never felt like it's true and real and right for you. But you might choose the scientist as one of your archetypes, because it's been this identity for you. I I know when I was little growing up, they always said, oh, you're an artist, because I used to love to draw. So that was one of my first conscious identities. Is there an artist archetype? Oh, yes. Oh, it's such a big one. Yes. Yeah. So that would be, and I don't resonate with artists the same way that I used to. Mm-hmm. There is definitely an art to the way I do my work and I write and all of that. But the childhood version of the artist is very different from the creator adult version of me now. Well, it could be that you would have the creator archetype instead of the artist if that's what's be- that's how that archetype has evolved in you. Well, we might have to talk more about it, but why not pick the creator that, that came, that kind of just evolved from the artist? That, that sounds like a good way to go. All right. Yeah. So is there any way to sabotage picking your archetypes? We would talk about them. I don't, I mean, is there any way to sabotage them? Yes, if you pick all the incorrect ones. But, you know, if someone knows themselves well enough. I think we can work with whatever you come up with, as long as you do it with a, with a good spirit and a good heart and want to use this tool to learn more about yourself. I think we can work with whatever you come up with. And, and I would lead someone through that process. Well, before I want to talk more about the saboteur, but I think this is a good time to tell people where they can find you, how they can work with you. Sure. You can find me at yourradiantlife.net and Carolyn at yourradiantlife.net is my email. And on Facebook, you can find me at Your Radiant Life with Carolyn Wallace. And I wanted to just also say that, yes, we can do this whole, the, the archetypal chart that I was just talking about. But if people just want to get a taste of the work, they can sign up for just one single session. And we can look at an area of their life where they might be like losing some power or they, they're a little bit stuck, or they're always running into this particular issue. And we can do one session, we'll pick one or two of these survivors and work through that issue, looking at it through the lens of a few of these survivor archetypes. And that might, might be a good place to start for people or even just enough for people. So if anybody wants to do that, I'm available for that, let me know. Awesome. And I love that, like we said in the last episode, is that working with these archetypes, you have a direction of where you're going. Like the saboteur is one place and then you move towards the light, which is you're making your choices. The child archetype, if you missed that episode, check it out. You're moving from the child to this place of sovereignty and responsibility. The vic- What does the victim move to? The guardian of self-esteem. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then, of course, the prostitute moving to the guardian of faith and having those visions of where you're going really support you when you're trying to get out of old survival mechanism type behavior. 
Absolutely. So one of the things about sabotage, and I think this is really important for people to understand, that if you sabotage yourself, there is no reason to beat yourself up. We are all going to make mistakes. But when you sabotage yourself and you can put the frame around it and say, well, there was a part of me that really wanted to keep me safe. And there's something I still need to learn to be able to move past that. And once I learn that well enough, that the saboteur will stop sabotaging me in that area. And I think we all have these moments where you are going about your life, you're doing everything the same, and then all of a sudden, boom, you have an aha moment. And that aha moment makes you do things differently from that point on. Mm -hmm. And now, because I do so much work with the subconscious mind, what that means is that it's the moment that your subconscious mind finally got it. It finally understood that this is not the way to get what it wants. And so that might be, we can put that in the frame of the saboteur. Oh, the saboteur finally understood this is not the way to get what it wants. And I think a prime example of this is I used to be a smoker. I smoked for six years, and then I was quitting smoking for eight years. <laughs> I did not realize it, but I used smoking as a crutch for connection. And I started trying to quit smoking because I was sick all the time when I smoked. Mm -hmm. I always had cough. I got walking pneumonia two, three times a year. It was just mm -hmm. a thing. And I had a boyfriend that said to me, Jenea, you just, you've got to stop smoking. I'm like, every girlfriend you've ever had has been a smoker. And he didn't smoke. He's like, yeah, but I have to listen to you cough every morning for like 10, 15 minutes. And I, of course, never heard it because it came on gradually. And so I spent eight years trying to quit. And every time a function would happen, I'd have to throw these big Thanksgiving parties and birthday parties and camping trips. I used to do all this stuff. But then there's all this opportunity for connection. But I, I felt uneasy about connection. Not so much anymore, but it used to be very scary for like the little child inside of me. So I would smoke. If I had something in my hand, I felt a little more comfortable, a smoke, a drink, something. And so I was coming back from a trip and I had lost my voice. It was another one of these big opportunities for connection. I had lost my voice because I had been sick for like four months. And I could not speak the whole time above a whisper. And on my way home, my saboteur said, uh-uh, nah, you're not going to do that anymore because you can't connect. So the saboteur that wants you to be safe, for me, it wanted the saboteur wanted me to be safe by having a cigarette to be able to connect. And that's how I could be safe while connecting. And so it realized like, oh, well, you can't connect at all if you don't have a voice. So <laughs> but that option was off the table. So that option is off the table. We're going to not do that anymore. So it happens. These things can happen in an instant. Yes. And the saboteur yes. stopped making me smoke. 
And that's where the liberator came in right there. I love that archetype as well and said, the gig is up. We're not doing this anymore. And it's so great when that can happen. But you can also invoke it. It doesn't have to just come to you unbidden. You can invoke something like that. Yeah. So, well, yeah. and that's, I mean, that's when we're doing the process Arts. to create change. That's what we're doing. We're invoking it step by step over and over. It's what I did for eight years trying to quit. And, but that was the moment, that moment, the moment when the saboteur finally got it. It was like, oh, this is not safe either. So we're done. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad you noticed that you noticed that, that you took the higher guidance and noticed that. Good. Well, yeah. And it was an instant. So true change happens in an instant. And it's the moment your subconscious or saboteur gets it. There's no need. To sabotage or do that thing anymore. It's it can a, happen in an instant, but it can also be a gradual buildup of small choices over time. Just in case, so people aren't just waiting for their instant of enlightenment. I just want right. to make sure that, like, the small choices over time, they do build up. It's, it will make a difference in your life. It's absolutely true because that consistency, and it happens enough, there will be a moment that that instant change will happen. But if you didn't have that consistency to show the saboteur that it's safe, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be able to actually be like, oh, aha, we've now done this 5,000 times and we didn't get hurt, so it must be safe. And then you're free to move on with, with the next phase. Good. And then you're free. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's a, a good, what do you feel about consistency when we're talking about dealing with the saboteur? I think that's the way out. I think that's what we can control. There may be a piece that comes in, like you were just saying, like in, in Carolyn Mace's work, she talks about three levels of consciousness, which is a little bit complicated. I don't know if I can get into it all right now, but the very last stage is the cosmic consciousness. That's the highest light of our archetypes. And we don't control the cosmic, but what we can do is all of our efforts are efforting to get there. She calls that the Kairos stage of consciousness. The cosmic can then sort of ride in on the coattails of all of our efforts, which is what I think you were just speaking to. Yeah. We can't control the cosmic to happen, but we can do all the things so that it would, it's just the, the, the pathway has been paved for the cosmic to come in. Right. But when it does come, it's a gift. Yeah, it's, I think with, when I think about consistency in the saboteur, cause right, your alarm goes off. You don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> don't want to go for that run or that walk, and, but you push through it. You do it anyway, because your conscious mind has more power. You can pull in your other brave and strong archetypes and do it anyway. And eventually it becomes automatic. Like you don't think about brushing your teeth in the morning, you just do it. And that's that like at that moment when it becomes automatic, the change has occurred. Or even if it doesn't always be automatic, there may be some mornings you don't feel like doing the thing, but then it's like the, the power of it, the pool of it isn't isn't as strong because you have all this experience now of actually doing the thing. So you can kind of laugh at yourself and say, come on, get your butt out of bed and do the thing. Right. 
It's not such a struggle. I love those moments where you're like, I'm not going to go to the gym today, but you really kind of want to. But no, I really want to stay in bed, but you really do kind of want to. It would feel weird if you didn't. You're like, oh, well, yeah, it would feel weird, but I'm just going to stay in bed when the conversation, when the conversation like flips. Yeah. I really want to stay in bed as you're putting on your gym clothes and tying your shoes. I really want to stay in bed as you grab your keys. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the beauty is when the, when it flips, that conversation flips, you're automatically doing the good for you thing that you've been trying to create the consistency for. (laughs) And now this habitual works the other way. (laughs) Good. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of saboteurs, I think one of the things that people are trying to do, this self-care thing, everyone's like, I got to do self-care. I got to do self-care. And they're trying so hard to fit it in, squeeze it in. Well, if you're already stressed out and you're trying to like pile in the self-care, there's a good chance that it's actually making your stress, your career stress worse. So I want you all to actually download this, get it. You can go to elevatefreegift.com. It's three reasons why self-care makes career stress worse and the one thing that works. And here's the kicker, you all. The one thing that works is also the thing that will tame the saboteur. (laughs) So open up your browsers, type in elevatefreegift.com. And if you want to check out more about Caroline and the archetypes, go to her website, yourradiantlife.net. So open up those browsers, type them in, do it now. (laughs) Do not let the saboteur get in your way. Oh, Caroline, can you tell me maybe one of the big self-sabotage moments in your life? Oh, there have just been so many. (laughs) There have just been so many. Gosh, I don't even know. Probably just always, always picking the wrong men, the wrong boyfriend, the wrong husband. I am really good at that. I'm, de- I'm going to change the pattern. It's just that right now I'm focusing on something else and raising my children, but I'm going to eventually change that pattern. Yes. Oh, I think that one's a big one for a lot of people. Same with jobs, picking the worst jobs mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. Here is the reason, right? The saboteur, again, knows that you have survived that thing before. The B. Yeah. And if you've survived that type of a man with those qualities before, uh, that man is safe. Even if he's not really that safe. A great cost to your happiness. It's just so silly. Right. Comes a moment where you say, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So it's, it's when that, when things feel scary, I, those moments when you're like, well, it just feels like home. It just feels so comfortable, <laughs> especially when it comes to men. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. My home life, my childhood was not exactly safe and comfortable and good. So I don't know if I want to date somebody that feels like home. And maybe I should go for something different. 
Yes, good self-awareness. That's that's just the way to do it. Good. And the same and the same with the job too. You 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 know, it's why so many people end up with terrible jobs over and over. It's good for about six months while you're getting used to it. And then those same problems start creeping in because your mind, the saboteur, the subconscious mind, all of that is tracking for patterns that you're not even aware of. And so it wants you to feel comfortable. And what it knows that's safe is what you've already done. Very insightful. I think that's a good place to leave us. Okay. Yes. All right, everybody. Remember yourradiantlife.net, elevatefreegift.com. <laughs> and have the most beautiful day, everybody. And, you know, be gentle with your saboteur. Become friends with your saboteur. Pick your saboteur up and give them hugs and loves and reassure them that you're safe when you're about to take a step. Good. It will help calm the noise a little bit. And remember, everybody, when we feel good about who we are and what we do, we create joy and elevate humanity. Thank you, Carolyn, for being with us and sharing all this information with us. Janae, it's a pleasure to be here. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Be The Wolf. Please take a moment to rate, share, and follow this podcast so that together we can inspire others to be the wolf.